the idea for frugalpreneur just started from my own goal of maintaining a business on a budget. Basically, I try to run all my businesses for under a grand total of like $100 a month. <laughs> and that's why I switched to an online business model because that's much more feasible and attainable. You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnet. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. Today, I'm super excited. We have special guest, Sarah St. John. She is an entrepreneur, podcaster, author, animal lover, and world traveler. She's created several startups through her entrepreneur career over a decade. Through her books, blog, and podcast, her goal is to show people how to launch and manage an online business on a tight budget. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. This is awesome. I have not had a frugal entrepreneur on my show before. That's one of the names I saw you also go by on your website. How did you come to have that name? Yeah, so actually, it's a story. So like back in 2008, I had six different jobs that year. And not at the same time, but over the course of the year and realized that I wanted to be my own boss and have my own business. So I started a photography business, but I realized that while I like taking photos of architecture and landscapes and animals, I didn't like taking photos of people, but that's where the money was. I was doing weddings and portraits, but the bigger issue actually was the expense to maintain equipment and all that. So then I decided to switch to an online business model, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I tried a bunch of different things like drop shipping, affiliate marketing, blogging. And through the course of that process, I discovered all these free or really affordable tools to use to manage an online business on a budget. So then I got the idea to write a book called Frugalpreneur. That kind of goes over the different types of online business models and the different tools and software to run them affordably. And, and then while I was writing the book, I got the idea to start a podcast to coincide with it as an extra marketing tactic, I guess. It was just going to be 10 episodes or something, but I was getting more traction and leverage from the podcast than the book. And so I've kept the podcast up and love the connections I'm making with that. And it's also called Frugalpreneur. But yeah, so the idea for Frugalpreneur just started from my own goal of maintaining a business on a budget. Basically, I try to run all my businesses for under a grand total of like $100 a month. <laughs> and that's why I switched to an online business model because that's much more feasible and attainable than a photography business, for example, or any kind of retail or brick and mortar type of business. And yeah, I just through the podcast and book, I just try to show people the ways that they can make money online and do it affordably. I love that. So are you doing a lot of bootstrapping? For those that don't know, that's a term where you utilize your network or your resources and hoping that they will help you to provide some of the things you need without having 
to pay for them yourself or to have them yourself. Is that one of your tactics to make it affordable online business launch? Yeah, actually, when I started the podcast and really got into that, now I'm all in on podcasting because I'm editing my own shows and people were complimenting me on that. And so I decided why not get paid to do it for other people if I enjoy doing it myself. So I created a podcast production agency and then I decided to create, and that's podseam.com, but then I created a resource directory called podcastresourcedirectory.com, which is basically, because when I was starting out podcasting, at least at that time, there wasn't a place really to go to see all the different podcasting resources and whatnot. I think there are other sites like that now, but so one way that I was able to get some tools that I use for basically free was so I created this website and I contacted several different podcast related companies like hosting and audiograms and all those different things and told them about the site and offered to you know feature them on the site in exchange for free service basically because I was already using I was using Squadcast and Repurpose and captivate and all these different things and so a lot of them were cool with that and agreed to it so now they're featured on the site for but then I get (laughs) their services for free basically at least for a lot of them were like we'll try it out for a year and then reevaluate type thing depending on how much traffic they get from the site but yeah so I've been able to save I think like at least $60 a month from that so Yeah, just finding different unique ways to bootstrap, like you said, even exchanging services or networking, like you said, there's just so many ways and opportunities out there to be a frugalpreneur, I guess. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. And so now everyone loves when business is going and they're having success, but what are some of the challenges that you faced when you first started out? I would say a big challenge was just not knowing what I wanted to do. So I tried a million different things. uh, And so it took probably a decade to finally figure out what I wanted to do permanently. So that was a challenge. And I think along those lines is shiny object syndrome. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that where you either get bored with what you're doing or you think of another idea And you're like, oh, that sounds good. Let me try that. And so then you end up with a million different things going on and you're spread thin and not focusing. You're focusing like 20% on this thing and 20% on that thing versus 100% on one thing. And so finally, now that I found podcasting, granted, I'm doing a few different things within podcasting, like having my own show, the podcast production agency, the directory, all that stuff, but it's still within podcasting in general and that was definitely a challenge that I had was just niching down to one thing (laughs) guilty as charged I have 10 million things going on and I'm always coming up with new ideas (laughs) so one thing I've done to make a solution to that it's not a problem distractions 
is to have a journal where I write down my ideas and then I kind of pencil them in for later and really try to get back to what I was working on. But it's so hard because I'm thinking of things all the time and Mm -hmm. I'm constantly like, oh, that would be a great idea. I want to do that. I want to do that too. Oh, wait. So I understand what you're saying. And I hope that someone who's in the same position, and I'll be honest, it's me too, that you can take heed to that advice and focus, niching down. So Mm -hmm. what is it that you're actually doing now to help others? I noticed, for example, on your website, you are launching a course soon. Who is that course for and what can you get out of it once it's released? Yeah, so it's called Podcast Profit Pro. And basically, it does cover some basics. So it can be for the beginner basics as far as talking about hosting and editing and audio, just all the different beginner steps, basically, for creating a podcast. But I think the main thing that it's really going to focus on, and this will be good for people who are even experienced with podcasting, is like guesting and hosting and different tips and tricks for both of those and what makes a good show what types of questions to ask, how to get on other shows and how to leverage that connection and audience and things like that, how to monetize a podcast or help it grow your business. So those will be the primary focuses. It'll cover the basics for those who are just starting out, but the main focus will be on just more technique and connections and networking. Pretty awesome. I am always inspired by those who create courses because I think it's one really awesome that you are taking your knowledge and expertise and putting it in a digestible way that people can follow and also implement their own ideas. But I also think it's a great way for entrepreneurs to create additional income and not have to physically be present every single time a customer purchases. You put it online, it's digital content, and they can buy and listen whenever they want. So that's like a great passive income stream after you've taken the time to create it. How long did it take you to create your course? So I'm still working on it. The outline and modules, all that's figured out. And I've started to record some things and create PDFs and checklists and things of that nature. This is my first course. And I was under the impression that you need to have your course completed and out there before marketing and selling it. But after listening to podcasts about online courses, I kept hearing them say, you should do it as like a pre-sale first to validate the idea and discount it with a pre-sale. And if no one's willing to pay the discounted price, the, it just saves you a bunch of time. Because <laughs> basically what they're saying is to avoid spending all this time creating a course and then what if nobody buys it? So that was some great insight. And so that's what I'm doing now. I have it up for pre-sale with like over an 80% discount of what it will be. And, and, and then that way you can generate income while you're making it and you won't feel like, oh, am I doing this for nothing type of thing? So that's really good advice, though. A lot of people do it the opposite way. They spend the time, they make the investment, and then they realize this is not what people want or need. 
and they end up not selling it. So I think what you just explained is really helpful for entrepreneurs to understand or aspiring entrepreneurs to understand because you do want to validate that what you are presenting is needed. And I love the discount offer because it gives people entry without the high ticket price. And you also, like you said, have the income to validate it's a good idea, but also maybe even to pay for the expenses you need to cover to finish the course. So I really like that idea. And I think I'll take that out of your book and put it into mine and do it for myself when I get ready to launch my course. The name of the podcast is the Purpose of Money podcast. So I ask all my guests this question. What is your purpose for money? So my, you know, primary purpose is just to make enough to live off of. That's the first thing. (laughs) And then anything beyond that, I have, I love to travel. I usually try to travel once or twice a year, but I would like to do more of that when we can all, technically we can travel now, but, and so I would like to travel more and things like that. But then I would like to give out money as well, like whether that's donating to different organizations or just when you see a a homeless person on the street or you're at a restaurant, you want to tip more than you want to leave a 20 or a hundred dollar tip maybe someday. Just things like that. I think that's lately really been like speaking to me. I think covering your basics because I'm not like, oh, I need to have a bunch of cars and a big old house and all that kind of stuff. I already have a house. It's 1500 square feet good enough. And I have a car, a 2016 Kia. It does the job. (laughs) And I don't feel like I need all that stuff. I want to do like travel and whatnot. And then beyond that, help other people basically. I love that answer. And it's probably one of my most honest ones because the reality for you is you want to do more, but you want to cover your basics. And I think that's what everyone also wants to do, but they're never, they're afraid to say it. And I'm like, you, it doesn't have to be a huge goal. It could just be comfort or happiness or giving. So I love that answer. Thank you so much. So before we leave today, I want to make sure that my listeners have a way to get in touch with you. Please drop your website and all your social media handles so they know how to find you. Sure. I actually have three books and I give them out for free, the PDF version at the sarahstjohn.com forward slash free. And that's Sarah with an H and then S-T-J-O-H-N. And then I'm on social media everywhere at the Sarah St. John. And then let's see. And then my podcast production agency is podseam, P-O-D-S-E-A-M.com. And then of course the course coming out, you can find a link to that on my website, the sarahstjohn.com. Yeah, and I'm on Clubhouse now. So if anyone, (laughs) and that's at Sarah St. John. I got in early enough to where I didn't have to put the on the front, which I'm not a big fan of, but. (laughs) Awesome. You can catch me on Clubhouse too at Purpose of Money. I love Clubhouse. Great way to have honest conversations with strangers all over the world and talk about topics that are most important to you and super fun. So on Clubhouse, do you focus on podcasting or do you talk about anything that tickles you? (laughs) So I actually just got in a week ago. (laughs) I was like, I was on the waiting list for, I don't know, a few weeks, maybe a 
probably not quite a month and because you need an invite code to get in and so I was finally someone was able to give me one so I haven't started a room yet but so I've just been like checking it out and getting familiar with it and going to different rooms so I've been going to rooms specific to podcasting or just entrepreneurship in general but yeah I'm most of the time that I listen to it it's when I'm in bed about to fall asleep because I listen to podcasts during the day and then I do clubhouse at night. So I haven't really uh, participated yet other than listening, but I, that's, I think in the next week or two, I'm trying to think of a room to start and have a few ideas there, but. So here's a tip. Take one of the modules in your course and do that and Uh see how many people come in and talk about that. And then you can pitch your course. I actually bought a course because someone started a room about a topic that interested me. And then in the room, they pitched their course and I bought it. Boost knowledge about your course. Also stay on topic that you know and get some more people interested out there. So good luck. Welcome to Clubhouse. It's super awesome. I've had a, quite a few conversations there and they're having a summit soon. So oh, okay. a lot going on, a great way to come together with other people. So I hope you enjoy the platform. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being on the show. Don't worry, guys. I will include all her links in the show notes so you can find her website, her course, and her books for free. Thanks again for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. And so we meet again, keep building generational wealth. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, Keep creating freedom in your life today.